Shalom, and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Cantor Hilary Chorney. Happy Friday, everybody. It is really good to see some faces. Welcome, everybody who is on Zoom. Welcome, everybody watching on Facebook. I want to curate a calm space and welcome everyone with some words of Torah that will become the foundation of some meditative moments for us this week. I've been sitting this week with a piece from Parshat Shoftim that I return to every couple of years, and it has to do with the writing of a Sefer Torah by a king. Parshat Shoftim deals with the idea that not only is Torah loba shamayim he, it's not in the heavens, Torah is, generally speaking, in the hands of human beings. And this Parsha deals with the very people in whose hands decision-making lies, with the kings and then with the judges, the magistrates, the appointed officials who are going to have to take charge of this Torah and figure out how it's lived. So this is the basis for Judaism as we understand it today. It's not Judaism per the Torah. It's Judaism as we've figured it out and sussed it out, how to live it every single day in the real world. In the 17th chapter, there's an instruction that the king needs to write, have written for him by members of the priestly class, a Sefer Torah, a Torah Hazot. So the king needs to commission a copy of the Torah. Rashi wants to know why. I want to know why. The school of Rashi in the 13th century, 11th through 13th century, Rashi wants to know why it's the case that a king would need a copy of the Torah. And I think it's a good question. What does the king need a copy for? First of all, it's oral law. It could be passed down. And second of all, there's no clarity as to what the king would be doing with that second Sefer Torah. And Rashi says, well, a king isn't always in their palace. There is a time when the king is out on the road, and there's a time when the king is there in the palace. So one Sefer Torah is their Torah for home, and one Sefer Torah is the one that they take out with them when they go. Later, the Katav Sofer, who's this Hungarian rabbi at the end of the 19th century, comes along and says, I think that there's something more to this idea of a Mishneh Torah, of a second copy of a Torah, of a secondary Torah that a king is supposed to possess. He agrees with this idea that Rashi teaches that a king should have a Torah that's at home, that resides in the palace, and one that's out there on the road. But he says it it's not about the physical copies of the Torah. It's about the way that the Torah is practiced. And it's something that's a bit counter our 21st century ideals. The idea, he says, 
is that when we take the Torah as the king, the copy of the Torah that we inherit, we should hold ourselves to the highest standards. We should be midakdek and mazhir, really careful and really pedantic to be sure that we adhere to every principle, to not differentiate yaminu small, as the next few verses say. But that when the king brings the Torah out to the people, that it should be interpreted leniently with ourselves. We can hold ourselves to as high a standard as we're capable, as we're willing to live in our lives. But when we're looking at other people, we should put on our glasses, our lenses of leniency when we go out into the world. That's the Torah. Now the meditation. Okay. So wherever you are, I want to welcome you to be settled in the place you are. I invite you to first settle your breath. You can settle your eyelids to let them come to a gentle rest. You can let the palms of your hand come to a rest too and your feet as well. Your palms might be open, upwards, inviting, receiving, or downwards, grounding, settling your body. Continue to let your breath settle within you. Let each joint settle into place as you come into a state of poised rest so that your ankles and your knees and your hips cooperate with your body and allow you to sit still. Sit still and be attentive to the vertebra of your back as they rest and settle into a sitting position, allowing for your breath to draw inwards and out. Let your jaw settle gently. Let your mind settle into this place. I want you to imagine that there is a Sefer HaTorah Hazot that you carry around with you. It's been with you this week in particular. Something important. A value, a principle, something you want to see carried out in the world 
a frustration not yet resolved. Something you wish you were better at. Maybe you carry that Torah over your shoulder. I want you to picture where you carry it. Is it in your pocket? Maybe a fanny pack. Maybe it's slung over your back in a backpack or tied up neatly and gently in a wrap. You carry it with you as you walk through the world. Close enough to you that it can feel your heartbeat as you walk. Imagine that you have an inward gaze and an outward gaze. Feel the weight of that inward gaze. Feel how much you know yourself. How you hold yourself to wanting to wake up tomorrow morning better. Knowing this is Elul, a month and a season of Tshuva. Look inward, feel that Torah close to you. Grasp it tightly and in this settled place, feel yourself clinging to it. like a tree of life. And turn your gaze slowly outward toward the expanse of the world. Imagine your gaze can travel out beyond this room. beyond this building. Past all of the individuals who are walking through the world at this time, who are trying, who are also carrying around Sifre Torah. who are also clinging to trees of life. Imagine that your gaze on them comes with a smile. Imagine that it comes with a basic assumption of tov, of tuv, of goodness. Feel the lightness of that. Feel the warmth of that. And sit with that for a moment.
You're welcome to stay in that subtle place as long as you like, but I also invite you back to the surface as you slowly draw in a breath and lift upwards, lift your eyelids and return to the surface. I welcome you back. And I wish you namaste. I wish you the peace of Shabbat. I wish you Shabbat Shalom. And I thank you for taking the time to be together. Shabbat Shalom. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.